0: Hello everybody, welcome back after an extended hiatus. Duncan, do you want to explain what happened to the dear viewers?
1: I just want to say it's so good to hear that theme song again. Because uh, yes, we, uh, we heard it. We definitely heard it before we started recording. Do I want mm. to explain what happened? Um, yeah, why not? Well, I think we we both just got a bit caught up in uh, uni work uh,
0: Exactly, and uh, we're busy
1: people. Various other things, but I finished uni. Have you finished uni?
0: I have, as of uh, three days ago, I think. Yeah. Finished uni. So did that's you have very a nice.
1: did you have a mad mad party?
0: I did not because I'm still in lockdown. And, yeah. uh I also finished uni at five a.m., which is a very awkward time to finish uni. That's right. Have but, you, you seen?
1: Know. Have you seen all those uh, like memes of uh, nothing beats the feeling of finishing uni at twelve thirty-three on a Wednesday afternoon? It's just someone like hitting submit and then Hell yeah. celebrating. those are pretty yeah. funny and um, i celebrated mm-hmm. with a game of monopoly which i won uh so that was very good. nice um mm. and then my both my flatmates finished last week uh, and we celebrated by uh sitting in our living room having some drinks and um, with just oh. us so that's that's what happens when you finish uni during covid it's not the most exciting yeah. but you know what we did it and we're back we're back. With we the are Golden back. Talkies podcast where we watch films we're that came out fifty years ago. What's the film this week, Jamie?
0: This week's film is Walkabout from the year nineteen seventy-one because that was right. fifty years ago. We are uh, we are, we are
1: a day late on this one, um, and maybe yeah, if this you gets uploaded what? tomorrow, we're two days late. So sorry about that. But also, you, you shouldn't be you shouldn't complain because at least we're back. You guys, and you also guys more have important. been missing us for three months. You know,
0: yeah, deeply. Uh, we've been drowning in your messages, and also we. We're still going to be like what, a month and a week late, but actually before we talk about walkabout Duncan, yes, right, um, because this is a podcast where we live up to our promises and we never fail to deliver what we say we'll deliver. Yeah, you may remember that l- the last time we were on, I said that the next film we were <laughs> going to do was THX one one three nine or whatever the digits are.
1: Oh, do you want to do that uh, very quickly now?
0: And yeah, like so, both me and Duncan watched that film and we just never found the time to. Do an episode, so we won't do a full thing. But if <laughs> okay. we'll both just quickly say what we thought of it,
1: I think. Give me one future. second to get my notes that I took. Okay, I've I've found them. They're actually by my side. Oh, that's uh, helpful for some reason. Okay,
0: THX. What was okay. it called?
1: Nineteen THX something something something.
0: Something. There's a free in it. Um,
1: yeah. Um. What? Well, right. Let me read my thing. It was a weird one, wasn't it?
0: yeah, um, uh, that's basically my, my review of it is that it's quite weird it's quite interesting to see George Lucas yeah. do something more thematically um, not relevant more thematically um, robust than Star yeah. Wars um, I, wasn't, I wasn't quite sure if I'd call it good, it's quite a boring watch frankly. I was about well, to say I, I didn't hate
1: on. it my description would be I did not hate mm. it <laughs> um, it I assume the version the version that we watched was on Amazon wasn't it Um, I'm assuming the the, the CGI yeah the CGI that was in that was not from 1971 yeah I think
0: in his his classic classic move his signature uh, combo George Lucas created the director's cut and then made it impossible to access the original
1: yeah I believe so Um, Um, because there's definitely some funky CGI going on sort of uh, prequel level stuff yeah um, do, do you want to rate it with her system yeah. I just want to be clear to that
0: um, yeah the the best scene in it was the one where there's a machine that jacks you off and I thought that's I've George got that. Lucas right I've got it written down no right. other offer no other director
1: machine to jack um, you off question mark I've got written
0: in my notes mm-hmm. um, it's important I don't really remember anything else about the film other than that and the cops with the big extending batons oh,
1: I don't really um, remember so. oh sex is banned that's is that right so they, that's why there's oh, machines yeah, yeah. jack you
0: yeah. off well that's what he that's what he does that's yeah. against the world order right that's, yeah I think so very, Hippy Dippy. Very oh,
1: George. Everyone has to take drugs to perform properly and he doesn't take them, so he messes up his job. And then he yeah, ends up in that white crazy. void thing with a bunch mm. of people. God, that, yeah, it was a weird one. Um, but not awful. Where are you going to rate it?
0: Not awful. I was going to rate it a watch if it's on. Uh, in my usual non committal way. <sighs>
1: I might do the same. Um, cool. I don't think it's a stream it. It's weird. Yeah. I guess if you want if you want to see. George Lucas just go ham
0: uh, yeah I think that's good from that perspective and it's very it's very quintessentially like 70s sci-fi like very very worried about um, corporatism as it were yes and, you know, very loving of sex as a method of freedom if you know what I mean those yeah. those ideas are very strong in it that's true it, w- it wouldn't have been made in another era that's what I'm trying to say right so you may
1: you may hear me rustling papers now I've just found mm-hmm. In the yeah. same pile of paper that that was in, I found my notes mm. on the readings I had to do for Walkabout, because I actually studied Walkabout as part of my course. Yes, um,
0: so I'm expecting you to have proper insight compared to our usual slack.
1: Well, I've co- I copy and pasted my, my weekly submission that I had to do, my 250-word mm. weekly submission, into my notes here, so I might break out some of that deep analysis. Um, cool. Although that, it was quite a weird week in the course, because there, there were free films that we could watch, but he, mm-hmm. uh, the lecture didn't actually tell us which one to watch, um, right. and then he said that he'd like messed up and one of them wasn't available in the country. So uh, he'd like added another one, but then he also accidentally added another one or something like that. So there was it was a bit confusing. But I did watch this one, yeah. and I do have some notes yeah. on it. Um, but as I told Jamie to his surprise before we started, I've not rewatched this for for this episode. Yeah, the so, disgraceful.
0: Genuinely,
1: uh, th- 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 this may be. My analysis might be similar to my THX analysis there, where uh, it, it's pretty vague and JB might have to lead the way. But probably not. I think I remember most of it.
0: Um, well, with the, your gift for analysis and my gift for having actually watched the film within the last week, I'm sure we can make it unstoppable. I'm sure routine. we can. So, uh, this film came firstly, out. But oh, firstly, historical context. Don't I, was, I was about to say, so this film of came out
1: podcast. on the 16th of May at the, at the Cannes yep. Film Festival, so I guess it kind of didn't mm. come out in the 16th of May. We're still we're still on the the same days, aren't we? Like yeah, maybe yeah the sixteenth so. is a Sunday and stuff. I guess that won't change until this year, so that's pretty cool. Maybe
0: it won't. Even then, I don't know if that's just how time works.
1: We did try and work it out once, didn't we? And then we <laughs>
0: yeah, and then we realized that's actually quite boring. Uh, yeah, so we stopped. I mean, it's
1: is fifty. Yeah, mm. oh, I'm not even gonna say anything because I'll just seem yeah like an idiot. So walk about I actually don't have a lot of historical context. I don't know if you do. Um, but, I, I have a bit. But okay, walkabout. Actually, I say I don't have much. I've got pretty much none. The the website that I look at, Take Me Back. To, uh, not sponsors yet. Maybe maybe if this uh, this revival that we're doing breaks big, we might get a sponsorship. Uh, Jk Jk. But this film was on that as one of the films, um, that that was out at the time. So that's always interesting because uh, quite yeah. often they're not. So that was cool, uh, and there were no new video games to report, Jimmy. Um, wow! It was still because obviously it was part way through the last season. I've decided that this is this is the next season of Golden Talkies, um, mm-hmm. just because we had such a long break. Although it's not really because it's Fair the either. same thing. Uh, last season, midway through last season, we uh, they added the video game section to Take Me Back. Um, yeah, and it's
0: quite strangely. Quite this is still before Pong.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, um, so it was Star Trek and the Oregon Trail and something else, and those are still the games that are there. So, mm. uh, you know, in today's world, in, in, in five months or whatever since they added video games, you would expect a lot of new ones, but no, nope, no new ones. Fair. And that is my historical mm-hmm. context. What's <laughs> yours? Right. Um, so on the 12th of May
0: 1971, Mick Jagger, at 27, wedded actress and model Bianca Perez Mora. Uh Makina? Uh she was thirty-one, four years older than him, in Saint. Uh do you want to guess how long their marriage lasted? Uh twenty-one days. No, they divorced in nineteen seventy because Mick Jagger was doing adultery a lot.
1: Oh, so did um, I did I just do uh when you when you just predate something completely wrong? Yeah yeah
0: yeah. yeah. It was disgraceful.
1: Uh, um Yeah. Talking about Mick Jagger uh, Mm-hmm. I, I we'll Do you come have back the to moves like context. him? Mick Jagger, wait, am I getting this right? Give me one second, let me just, before I, before I, uh, say anything silly
0: here. Mick Jagger.
1: Yes, okay, Mick Jagger was in Performance, which he watched mm, last yeah, season. Yeah, I could have followed that. And Nicholas Rogue directed Performance, and he also directed this film.
0: Oh, I didn't know he directed both. Yes. That's right. Wait, because this is a second film, isn't it? I think I read that. Yeah, um, uh, I believe so
1: yeah i think it's his second film um yeah, that's
0: nice we're sort of following his career exactly this is this is much better than performance um not to give away my oh, opinion Jamie, don't, so that's don't a really give it away like that
1: um yeah i think this was his, his second film he also made the man who fell F- to earth which we mentioned mm. uh when we watched performance N- still not seen it but um i guess we'll watch that in 20 in 2026 so that'll be cool. something to look forward to uh anyway that was just a little aside back to your uh, one thing.
0: Okay. Uh, on the fourteenth of May, a director that we have studied one film of uh, was born. Can was you born. guess? Yeah, can you guess who? Given that we've done maybe two modern films total. Oh I see what you mean, right. <laughs> what you meant. <laughs> okay. Right. Um
1: Well we've wa- we watched Out of Towners. hmm Remake. But I don't know who directed mm. that, I can't remember. Yeah. What modern films have you done?
0: Are you going to, you're gonna, you're gonna tell me. Wait. Okay. My, no. Tell Clint me. Clint Eastwood is my hint.
1: I, I'm lost. All right. Sofia
0: Coppola uh, was born on the 14th of May. Oh, we watched The Beguiled, of course. Yeah. The Beguiled. Yes. Interesting. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then on the 16th, Bulgaria adopted its constitution, um, and then there was also scattered IRA violence throughout the week, as is Classic. tradition. Classic. So, done. You're now all context up.
1: Yeah. So this film, um, Mm -hmm. Dead, There's, I guess, there's some historical context around it as well in terms of uh, Aboriginal Australians and stuff. This was this was one of the first uh, sort Mm of representations of sort of non non racist representations of Aboriginal.
0: Yeah, I was about to say okay. our last Aboriginal character on the podcast was what's his face In from the games, the games yeah. which both you and I thought was alarmingly racist, even by the exactly. standards of the films we've done. Exactly. So this oh, is
1: right. this is an interesting one. And um, some mm. people have said that it is racist, but I think overall it's a pretty good representation.
0: I think it's yeah. okay for the time. I think there's like definitely bits that you could question yeah. about uh, yeah the representation.
1: Um, right. Do you want to do a plot? Summary or should we, okay. should we start with um, who's, who's in it and stuff? I think let's do the plot summary first.
0: Yeah. Um, so, this film opens in Australia. It's got a nice sequence where there's lots of shots of like different aspects of um, uh, what should I say built-up Australia, uh, colonised Australia. If I want to be super politically fiery or civilised Australia, one of Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not
1: sure if it's civilised and um, I don't know urban.
0: Yeah, urban Australia is I guess the most neutral way. Um, But yeah, so we get loads of shots of that, um, creating a sort of, it's quite a strange, it's a strange rhythm to them, um, so there's a sort of unease going throughout it. Uh, And then we get to uh, uh, a girl who's in her teens, Uh, the actress who plays her is 17, Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how old she's supposed to be, and her little brother, who's about six or so, and their father, and they're all out for a picnic uh, in sort of the middle of the outback for whatever reason. And the brothers playing with planes, and the girls sort of setting aside uh, the picnic lunch on the blanket and all that. And then uh, suddenly, without any real warning, the father decides to try and shoot them. Yeah. Um, there's no sort of build-up going to it. We don't really get an explanation, which I like. Um, it just sort of happens, and it's quite scary for them. And the boy, well, the boy uh, so thinks the girl it's a game, and he he starts. The boy thinks back. it's a game because he's playing with his water pistol, uh, and the yeah. girl has to like tackle him and you know drag him away. Um, so the father uh, then sets the car on fire and shoots himself in the head, and that's the last we see of him. Um, yep. And so the girl and the boy are sort of wandering through the outback trying to find a way back to safety, uh, to what they know, and they're quite bad at it, because, what? But...
1: Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. I could,
1: hear you, I could hear you the whole time. Oh, um, you cut out a lot. Um Right, well you need some back now, let me write down the time time for that and i'll i'll fix that in post like beautiful for few minutes uh right we seem to be back continue with your yeah
0: what was the last thing i said i have no idea you. um oh, well it'll be in the recording but if so you if you were talking um,
1: if you were talking then i can yeah. just uh we'll just keep yeah, all yeah. this in it'll be fine
0: um so yeah it'll really be great the people Everyone love loves, it <laughs> uh authenticity uh, that's, that's our trademark yeah um but yeah the ones who do this outback they're very bad they don't really have any survival skills and they're running out of food Um, And they sort of settle by. I don't think it it would be an oasis in in the outback. I don't really know the terminology, but at least a tree with water around it. Um, Probably oasis. And they're able to settle there for a little bit. Uh, I feel like oasis is specific to Africa, but I might be wrong. Um, I think it's just Um, in a desert. Yeah. Um, I. I, Um. Um. But yeah. But eventually, the water dries up and the the fruit rots, as it were. but then an aborigine boy comes along uh, and he can't talk to them because he doesn't speak their language and they don't speak his language, uh, so they aren't really able to communicate and the girl's bad at communicating with him. She can't really do anything other than sort of speak English at him increasingly yeah. slowly. We uh, are English, boy,
1: if I remember correctly. Yeah. She says
0: several things. Um, and she says, well, can you get us water to drink? I can't yeah. make this any simpler, as he sort of just looks at her. Yeah. Um, but the boy is a bit more... The young English boy is a bit more you know, imaginative and he sort of gestures and he's, and the aboriginal boy is able to understand him yeah. um, and he shows them how to sort of get water from the ground, a sort of spigot thing, um, which I'm assuming is the traditional way of getting is it.
1: it. Is a spigot not the thing you put in a tree?
0: It is, but a spigot that's horizontal rather than vertical. Uh, a for spigot in the ground. Or a spigot. Yeah, a floor Spigot. I, I I know the terminology, okay. unless you know better terminology, uh, then I don't see why you're challenging me. No, I don't, I don't. So, you fucking come to my house and you <laughs> challenge me on Spigot knowledge, and you don't even have anything to back it up.
1: So, I've looked up, and spigot. I've looked up spigot, and all I'm getting is the the Minecraft uh, plugin.
0: Yeah, So Good.
1: Is that what you're talking about? It's all about,
0: about Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about Minecraft. This oh, okay. this entire film set in Minecraft. It's quite interesting for 1971. And I've also um, I've
1: also got the use of the word spigot over time, and it's had a, a pretty sharp drop from the 1950s. So it's good to see that you're how sad. It's good to see <laughs> I'm that you're it alive. You're keeping the term alive. Um, a, spigot's a good word. It's got a nice rhythm to it. It should stay. Um, does interestingly, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. have much of a spike. Um, from from when Minecraft came out, I guess this is about books, isn't it? The Google thing, yeah, it is. Okay, that makes sense. Um, it's using yeah. books. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, don't let me interrupt um, you.
0: So they sort of, I don't want they sort of team up with the aborigine boy, or at least they they all wander around as a group, uh, and he's able to you know secure food for them, show them a safe place to sleep and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, eventually, they're. They're obviously sort of struggling with how they're going to communicate to him that they want him to show them where a town is, uh, because they don't know if he even has that knowledge. Um, The girl suspects that he's the first white people they've ever seen, although we're never shown if that's true or not. Um, Well, he does see a white woman later on, doesn't he? Yes, and he doesn't really treat it as anything that special, which would lead me to suspect that she's wrong. Yeah. but so they're able to sort of. There's a bit where they're painting, and I think during that she's able to communicate that she wants. She's able to draw a sort of house in a sort of yeah. five-year-old sort of way. Yeah, they draw. Uh, of... They draw
1: a sort of, oh, I guess, a Western house or a traditional, yeah. not traditional, opposite traditional, modern house. I guess it's traditional
0: for us. Yeah, uh, one now um, uh, Which he recognises. Yeah, so he sort of comes along with them uh, and takes them to a house. To, to sort of abandoned farmhouse is sort of the end of their journey um it's sort of their relationship as it were well suppose sort of the lack of the relationship really develops over the course of their journey in a way that i guess we can come back to later because it's a bit hard to describe in terms of plot um but they eventually get to the farmhouse uh and there's a road nearby which he doesn't indicate to the girl uh, at all uh but he does show the boy, and then he sort of tries to. The girl's not really sure what to think about him at this point because she doesn't understand his actions. But he does a dance, a traditional dance outside of the house at night. Yeah, it's clear that it's really disturbing the girl, um, but it's not one hundred percent clear what he's trying to what's trying to communicate. Uh, well, because, I think it's know. a it's a love dance, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's that's the common interpretation. But obviously, oh. I'm 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 just saying that the girl doesn't interpret it that way.
1: No, she thinks it's quite of course, before yeah. before he does that, he sees uh, the buffalo being
0: killed. Yes, um, uh, by a hunter.
1: Yeah, so he's out yeah. hunting traditionally with a, a spear, and um, you know, and mm. he's he's putting a lot of effort and stuff into hunting a single buffalo, and then these, these guys turn up in a truck and shoot about five buffalo, and then just drive away, um, yeah. and that kind of makes him, makes him not happy, chappy, uh, which yeah, then disturbs him a bit presumably leads to the the trance state that he ends up in and uh yeah the flirtatious um, dance
0: yeah uh, so yeah it's a uh, it's amazing dance but the girl's clearly very frightened by it yeah. uh, i think it's it's made quite clear that she thinks uh, he it she's in danger of being raped by him yes um
1: because um, she's uh, she's undressed at this point
0: yeah um so. but they they wake up in the morning she was clearly intending to like stay awake the entire night, but she fell asleep anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then they find that uh, the aborigine boy has uh, hung himself in a tree. Yeah. Uh, and there's not really much they can do about that. Uh, so they walk off uh, down the road. and They eventually get back to uh, you know a town, uh, but they aren't welcome there because they have no money and they're dirty, and it's a bit you know it's a harsh return to what they know. Because uh, you know, isn't isn't capitalism really the wilderness? If you think about it, um, uh, and then we sort of get a flash forward, as it were, to a few years now but in the future, where she, the girl, has clearly become a suburban housewife, and yeah. is being is clearly caught within that system, that mundanity, and is sort of thinking about her halcyon days in the Australian outback and the life she could have lived yeah as a free spirit um
1: do you think that the 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 thing that she thinks in her head do you think that's a memory or a dream
0: i would say a dream yeah uh, i mean there's no reason that it couldn't be a memory but i don't think well she, the, I, I mean it's,
1: the argument is that she never actually really engages with the the aboriginal boy yeah i think that's fair so and i don't
0: think she would have been comfortable being naked around no. him no
1: she's kind of got this yeah. like idealized memory of him uh, just to just to mm. clarify, the 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 memory is like a skinny. They go skinny dipping, basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, the end of the film is that she, her brother, and the Aboriginal guy all go skinny dipping together, yeah. and they're all happy. Uh, um, but yeah, I think that's a sort of false mm-hmm. memory. So yeah, given that it's you've touched on it and it's sort of the heart of the film, shall we just discuss the relationship between the main girl and the Aboriginal boy? Sure. Uh, get into the weeds, as it were. Let's do so it. I think uh so the girl as english and middle class is quite racist uh i think is the first thing that we sort of understand in her in her relationship with him uh she infantilizes him quite a lot so there's a bit where her yeah. little brother's playing with toys and she sort of suggests that maybe he'd like them um and she refuses to sort of try and understand how, from his perspective how it might be easier to communicate with him like in the the early scene where she's just Speaking in English slower and slower and not trying any other method she's very unwilling to not in a hostile way but just in a sort of lack of imagination way to empathize with them yeah definitely uh definitely. but there's also yeah uh, there's also quite a strong sexual element uh to the film uh I would say perhaps to its detriment but um, okay. I don't know. I, I watched the director's cut. I don't. I'm assuming oh, you would have as well. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> it's the one with a five-minute nude scene, um, um, which is quite quite a lot. She's like swimming in a cave lake and she's doing flips and stuff. Oh yeah, no, I she think there's yeah, yeah, There's, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of angles. Um, I, I don't know. It's quite it's quite a good scene. Yeah, well, he he's well, out. But I heard out, it was banned. He's
1: out finding food, right? Yeah. And then the the swimming. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. She,
0: she's alone. Um, yeah but yeah, apparently that scene was banned from the original release and I wasn't surprised really um, yeah. but um, yeah, so she's clearly quite preoccupied with his nudity, if nothing else yeah. um, and I, th- I think I think it would be fair to say that there's some attraction maybe, or at least that would be my um, interpretation, but at the very least she's definitely very, very aware of him that way, um, possibly yes, a- as a threat but also, you know as something he might want, I don't know. Uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it's. Um, I don't think she's necessarily like attracted to him, but I think there's a there's an interest there, um, mm. just.
0: I mean, she's definitely not attracted to him emotionally. The, I mean, yeah, exactly.
1: Clear. There's uh, a the sort of physical uh, interest, mm. which I guess is a, an age thing. In,
0: yeah, in many ways. Uh, well, I suppose yeah, because both she and the boy are, you know, older teenagers. So yeah. So it's, it's yeah. inevitable thing. Um, th- I don't have a better time to bring it up, but there's a tree where they climb at the middle of it, and it's presented as a sexy tree in one scene, and it's very strange to me. But I'm impressed that they were able to do that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you could you could the trees sort of. Suggesting uh, the body of a woman as it were, in a way that I thought was quite uh, surprisingly well done uh, and invented. Uh, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we're not really I would say a weakness of the film is that we're not really privy or is that a weakness or is it the point? I suppose it's the point, but we're not really privy to the Aboriginal boy's perspective. He's always another to us, if you know what I mean. That's true. Um, so it's a little hard to figure out What he's thinking at any time, but it's clear, at least by the end, that he he loves the girl, uh, even if we don't really understand why. uh, Beyond the not super great explanation that she's the first white woman he's ever seen, but I don't think that could be it. Um, But yeah,
1: well, you you don't think that's why he's interested.
0: I well, I think I
1: think it's more just uh, they're both at a sort of sexual awakening age. Yeah, um, I think that's a better way of yeah. thinking of it. Because obviously um, if he's on if he's on a walk and he's sort of alone, um, mm.
0: then it... Well it I think sense. yeah, from his perspective he's been alone for presumably a, a period of several months. Yeah. Um and and he's now sort of met these two people who are able to travel with him and he's sort of got someone to protect as it were. Um like I don't know for you but my I don't want to say interpretation well maybe interpretation, but my assumption at the end of the scene, when he showed them the empty ha- farmhouse, is that like his proposal was that they could all live together there. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I can sort of see that. compromise thing. Yeah. Um, I can but, I definitely see that uh,
1: mm. as a read as a reading of it.
0: Thank you, thank you. I I, I love to produce valid readings. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love to have someone look at what I'm writing and say, "Yeah, I guess that that that, I that guess could that kind of uh, could could make sense." Um yeah I guess there's no yeah. wrong
1: answers no art that's true that's true um yeah I, g- I mean i guess it's the if he's on the the sort of the walkabout and he's trying to find uh, a future or whatever and then uh, they kind of they are
0: presented to him can it make sense
1: can it make sense oh um. Um, um,
0: but yeah I would say that even with that though his suicide at the end is very uh, sudden and shocking um, yes I wasn't expecting it so something
1: interesting um, mm-hmm. I'm just looking now at my, my notes from the, the reading so that I had to do or did um, apparently suicide was basically just not a thing in Australia until uh, the colonisers arrived uh, ah. And now it's a huge problem in Aboriginal communities. Um, well,
0: I'm not to you know, draw false comparisons, but it's also a very big problem in Canadian Indigenous communities. There you go. Yeah, and yeah. um, so that's pretty interesting.
1: Mm. Just talking about uh, suicide. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's 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 interesting, isn't it?
0: Mm. Well, I suppose it's uh, once you're sort of trapped within a system that's not willing to. Really, show you any sort of personhood. Uh, it's understandable, I suppose, that you'd feel trapped. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that's what happens in the micro here. But uh, I don't think she ever really does regard him as a person, and that's sort of the issue, as it were.
1: Yeah, I think um, so. Because uh, I mean, the little boy definitely does, but she.
0: L- yeah. She doesn't. Uh, so there's, there's a little boy. Giga. So you go on. you go. Okay. Um, you go?
1: Okay, I, I will. Yeah, there's a there's a thing where the little little boy is kind of supposed to be emblematic of like the future of Australia um, mm-hmm. and kind of like a move away from the the clash between cultures and a move towards like he sort of represents the hope of the future generations living together. Okay. Which I guess I mean I don't, I don't know much about the Aboriginals but I, I think it's I, I don't I think the situation's gotten better. I, I don't know if it's yeah I guess it's probably not much.
0: Um, I sort of I think for me at least um it was sort of like just because he's a child and he hasn't really had time to absorb uh, Yeah, but I think I
1: mean I think that's the that's additions. the point is that the yeah. future generations have less if they don't have so much of the history. Um, mm. Like appa- apparently there is a big difference between the novel this is based on
0: and the the film yeah. th-
1: just because they were made I don't know 20 years apart or something.
0: And well, I know in the novel there, there's like Americans in a plane crash are the main characters. Oh, right, okay. Rather uh, than I didn't know that. Thing. But yeah,
1: it's mm. like uh, just the the civil rights progress in the in the intervening period was was big enough to make the representation very different. Mm. So actually, it only it's well, it was only ten years apart, really. The uh, novel came out well, in yes, 1959. Yeah.
0: So in twelve years, the the sort of view changed. Mm. So that's interesting. Unless well, there's any sort of ten-year period that's going to make a difference, it'd be the sixties, wouldn't it? That's true. Um, <laughs> very true. But, but yeah, um, yeah. What did you think of the little boy his character? Uh, I quite liked him. I thought he he's um, seemed very much like that sort of stage of child with no sort of filter, and yeah. they just always say exactly what they're thinking. Yeah, and they also haven't really learnt the value of not being selfish yet. Uh, it seemed very true to life in that way.
1: I think so. Um, the little boy the mm. little boy was played by the director's son. Yeah. There's another fun fact for you. Um yeah, no, I thought the the boy was good. I mean he, he, he's a good bridge between the the girl and the boy and between the the cultures and stuff. And he, he sees yeah. it obviously as a big adventure rather than mm Well I think
0: for a lot of particularly a lot for the first half of the film he's just very fed up with what's going on, but I think he's not he doesn't really share the girl's uh Eagerness to get back to civilization once uh, the Aboriginal boy shows up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, once he's safe and well fed, I think. Uh, yeah. Which you know, sensible.
1: Um, yes. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean suppose cure, the man. other main. Okay, go on. The other main character of the film is the Outback itself, uh, which is always shown with sort of. The film really likes to have these sort of like, intersperse these cuts to animals uh, of some sort to yeah. give an impression, of the outback. Usually quite hostile, so it's usually like a a lizard or a snake eating something or bugs on a, rotting corpse. Yeah, but well, at the yeah. moments where it's kinder, it'll show like birds and stuff.
1: It sort of moves. There's a move from mm. the when they when they first set off and there's the water and stuff. It's the, the, they're surrounded by life, but then yeah, there's a lot of skeletons and. Dead animals and stuff. Yeah. The 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 closer to death they sort of become.
0: Yeah, I'm it's a very cool film in that way. Um, it is. I, I I really like it in terms of creating a sense of place because I think it's probably obvious from how long we spent doing the plot summary um, that most of the film isn't really about stuff happening per se. It's just about them sort of existing in the outback. And the representation. Sort
1: of yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a there's an interesting uh, reading. <laughs> By I always like to hit these Barber. Uh so they say that the the, the sort of cinematography um is, is as if they're being watched by the spirits of the Outback. Um Interesting. Because the, the walkabout is supposed to be this very sort of spiritual connection to the land mm-hmm. to the land is full of spirits thing. And there's all these sort of very distant shots and stuff and shots in the sky and that kind of thing. So there you go. There's a bit, of, uh, a bit uh, of analysis.
0: Well, I don't really have the knowledge to like go that specific. But I think it's fair to say, even as a sort of layman, that it's a very spiritual film. Yeah. Um. Certainly, and it certainly it's very much about connection to the land and how the land and the people in it are connected, as it were. Um, and there's a lot of, like, uh, people having sort of, not visions per se, but there's a lot of cuts to what they're thinking about and stuff like that. So there's a yeah. very connected to people's thought processes in a way but like we never really understand exactly what any character in this film is thinking at any time with the possible exception of the little boy because uh, he'll just tell us but like both definitely the aborigine boy but also i would say the girl are some to some extent ciphers if you know what i mean yeah yeah uh, we're sort of left very much to guess what they're thinking about stuff through their actions because they just don't really articulate uh, the, the aboriginal boy can't obviously but the girl just doesn't really because she doesn't really have anyone to talk to about anything she's thinking because she is established very on, very early on that her strategy towards her little brother is to lie to him uh, not maliciously but just like deny that anything's going wrong if you know what I mean yeah. so she just she insists that her father's fine and stuff and that's sort of the extent of their relationship is just her either telling the little boy what to do or that everything's supposed to be okay because he knows, uh, I mean, he knows that his dad's dead doesn't he yeah, so particularly it. at the end. At the yeah. end, he says specifically that he saw him shoot, shoot himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so beyond that, she doesn't really get to say very much about the film. And we're sort of left to try and interpret her thought process by the actions. We're very much at arm's length. Yeah. Uh, which is always uh, a good uh, way to do a film. It's very engaging. Um, yes. Uh,
1: Quite. Mmm.
0: Mmm. Mm. Quite. Right. Any uh, other mind-blowing takes from your notes? Um,
1: I don't think so. I mean, the the there's a lot about how the 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 Aboriginal is a much more sort of fully fleshed-out character than he is in the book, um, which again mm. is just you know progression. Um, yeah. Yeah. That that's 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 it.
0: Um, yeah, I think you could. Uh, I, I was wondering if maybe you could say this was sort of a noble savage film if you know I mean no but I don't, I don't know, think I don't so I think it's more it's much more than that um, well, I think yeah the thing is the film's always at the sort of obstacle that the aborigine doesn't have a way to communicate with either us or them yeah but I suppose we, we are painted a fairly not complete but we are given we're given an inner life uh, even if it's not fully painted yeah out, which I guess is the most <clears> important <throat> thing
1: no I think he's a lot more than a noble savage he's definitely one of the characters um mm. once he's introduced. I mean there's, there's, the there's, there's definitely still you know, it's not like a perfect it's not a film about him. Um but mm. I mean I've not read the book, but from what I have read about the book it's all it is the, the noble savage and you know the yeah him coming in and rescuing them and, and sort of being this wild person. Whereas in this one he he's definitely, you know, you can you can see his emotions and
0: Yeah. What he's saying and stuff. The perspective even if he speak. of, yeah, the perspective of the film. I th- I think just thinking about it, it's like it's definitely from a white person's perspective, but is a white person who's willing to empathize. If you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Uh, although I don't know the extent to which preconceived notions are affecting that analysis. Yeah. Cool.
1: Well, I think that's uh,
0: that's all my. Uh, I I heard a spicy take when I was looking around. Yeah. Um, which is that this is a uh return to eden story oh yeah uh, i saw that where, yeah where the girl and the boy are sort of being put back into the garden of eden as in the outback yeah uh and then that's why there's a lot of snakes in the film um and then sort of they're cast out again uh, as it were to for the yeah. sin of failing to communicate um but then like i think the thing with that i'd say the part of that interpretation that holds strongest to me is the ending scene uh, which I think is very Eden-y, If you know, I mean her uh, yeah. memory slash vision, as it were, at the end. Uh, yeah, I
1: guess she. Yeah. I don't know. I, I she kind of feels like she's been to Eden, mate. Maybe it, it, it has. Overall, it has the same effect as a sort of Eden thing, but I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say.
0: Throughout the film, necessarily, you, you get that. It's also a nice explanation for the film's obsession with nudity. Uh, yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. Um, uh there's a lot of nudity in it. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. So, what what would you say the film is about if you had to be reductionist? Um. I think I don't
1: know. I guess the the. Relation to well the the relationship between Aboriginals and, whites, and um, mm-hmm. and the the sort of spiritual. The, the 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 spiritual nature of the outback and and how to sort of become connected to that, mm. I think very yeah,
0: um, yeah. nice, yeah yeah I, I think was gonna say, I was
1: the impression I get is the book is more of a sort of survival, sorry I don't know I've not read the book um but that's mm. the impression I get is it's more of a sort of survival one whereas this is more in tune with the Aboriginal life obviously it's still made by a white person and presumably crew was all white, and most of the cast, apart from uh, the the Aboriginal, are white. But I do think it's it does have a um, a sort of sensitive, a side it's sensitive to
0: that. Mm.
1: What's your do what's you think it take?
0: displays a preference for the outback or the built-up Australia? Um, d- definitely the outback. I would say. You think so? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. um yeah, uh, I was my I would say to give the textbook answer there's a story about communication, right? Uh, and how people from different backgrounds uh, can't uh, because they're unwilling to interact. That creates discord, I yeah. suppose. Because um, I think that's sort of the main tragedy. Is it uh, is that if either the girl or the Aboriginal boy have been able to communicate, yeah, particularly so. in the girl's case, if. I feel like I'm ragging on her a lot, which isn't really fair, <laughs> because obviously she's a character who's in a very bad situation and yeah. is mostly just making very practical choices so that she well, can survive. I
1: mean, I think the um, message
0: is, is that
1: <clears throat> she, what she's had ingrained into her is, you know, like, we're English, we need help, uh, hmm. why can you not speak yeah. English, stuff like that, you know. Like that. Yeah. I don't think that's her character, I think that's just... Her culture, what's been ingrained in her, yeah. and I think the boy, well, the boy has not had enough time to become fully ingrained in that culture.
0: I think obviously, also like the main fear that's motivating her, particularly in the latter half, is that she's scared that like she's going to be raped. Yeah, and, and like it feels a little, you know, callous to say like you just just get over that. It's obviously not going to happen. You're just being paranoid, yeah, uh, moron. But I think that's um, the culture. I mean, like, that's the culture again. Well, yeah, yeah. it's obviously based on like the sort of um, racist idea of like mm-hmm. you know, the oversexed. Uh, Exactly. foreigner. But, then also, but at the same time, she is also alone with one man in the middle of nowhere and completely unsafe. Yeah. So it's true. not entirely unreasonable, as it were. True. Um. But yeah, but given both, because the way the boy tries to the aboriginal boy tries to communicate his intentions to her is also in a way that, like, not to be disrespectful, but he should know she wouldn't be able to understand, if you know what I mean. Uh, with the courtship dance, he sort of defaults to what he knows, the same way she does. I um, guess so.
1: I guess he and, but I I mean I guess he's got no context of why she would or wouldn't know
0: that. Well that's true, right? but he sort of I mean I'm not saying like uh oh, this is blameworthy as it were. It's just like <laughs> it's not both of both she and her sort of fall back on what they've been taught to do without considering yeah uh, trying to find some sort of intercultural way of so. moving forward. Uh, hmm. well. Interesting. Interesting take. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Um, That's yeah, what I, I mean, try to provide. the The bill up. I mean, the built up area essentially leads two people to suicide. If you, if you look mm. at it one way, because the dad presumably. I mean, they don't say why the dad commits suicide, but presumably it's because he hates his job yeah. and he hates his life. Um, and then, of course, the, the Aboriginal boy sees the hunters and and then is rejected by the girl, which is all the result of that sort of
0: culture of. Yeah. The built-up areas, as you said, so yeah. And obviously, on their return to that town, they're reached very harshly by someone who just wants them to get off their property. Yeah,
1: which is fair enough. Uh, you know.
0: Get off my land! Wow, wow. Um, in a in a good world, an aboriginal world with no concept of private property, uh, that wouldn't have happened. I don't know if Australian aborigines don't have a concept of private property.
1: Uh, well, it's all it's all about like just the country, and the the outback and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, should we move on but, to ratings, or if you got more to... Oh,
0: yeah, uh, I'm pretty happy with that. I just want to say that, before we move on to ratings, that I thought it was really good. Uh, I hadn't d- realised it was the same director as Performance Well, before, that sounds like a rating, it, Jamie. Nah, but uh, now that I know that, it makes sense to me, and I'm glad to see that he's progressed okay, as well, an artist. Actually, yeah,
1: that's interesting. What, how, how Do you know, notice any similarities between Performance and...
0: I think Performance this? was obviously very willing to delve into character psychology um yeah. very much and i think it was also about the interaction between two worlds because it's that same theme again i can tie anything into that one theme Duncan. Uh, what you'll theme? be astonished uh, like the idea of like two worlds that can't interact that i yeah. keep saying is very prevalent that's uh, true starting with getting straight but yeah. um certainly yeah I, I hadn't thought about this until you brought it up But i guess performance uh, in that case it's sort of cuz it's also about um a sort of strict um Urban world, but then comp- par- contrasted with one that's sort of about freedom uh, and free love, obviously in performances context. Yeah, um, but yeah, you're sort of dealing with the what you know as a society that's very poisonous, not poisonous, but oppressive to you. But it's something you're, you're familiar with, uh, and this is contrasted with the sort of scary new, new, uh, quote unquote society that you're not familiar with. but the main character is being exposed to for the first time and they're sort yeah. of forced to make a choice between the two and in the end they choose to go back to what they know and that leads to the death of the sort of ambassador for that new way of life. Yeah. Wow. So they you go. Actually, actually they're basically the same. Basically um, the same film. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a little quick analysis of the similarities. I don't know if there's anything else you follow. This one doesn't have a dance number in it and performance did and that's why well, that's a little bit of a shame. I
1: mean the, the 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 Aboriginal dance at the end and there's the oh, yeah. and stuff. So mm. yeah, there are some similar. Certainly in terms of sort of style, stylistically. Um, yeah. You know the 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 Aboriginal obviously is in some kind of trance and there's a, uh, you know the cinematography is quite similar to the the bit when they're all shroomed up and stuff. So there's there's definitely you can tell similarities, but they're also they're also different in a lot of ways, which I, I guess is a show of a good director that he doesn't get. Yeah.
0: He's got a core vision, but he's willing. Yeah. But he's got you know, build on it and exactly. stuff like that. Um, right. Cool. What, what are you going to rate it? Uh, I would rate this a strong. Hmm. Actually, I'm wondering now. Um, I'm waiting for you I'm, to. Do it I'm going to go can. for a. Bu- I'm going to go for a buy it right now. Oh, you're uh, going for uh, a buy maybe. it. Holy shit! Okay. I'm not going to quite go up to criterion <clears throat> yet. But like, I my I really hold on to the right to change my rating.
1: You really like yeah. this. I, w- I was going to say stream it. I, I really like it. Think. Um, oh wow! Because I, I mean, I like it, but I don't know if it's. I guess it well. No, nah, maybe I would put. No, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say stream it to be different. Um, Fair, you. but you know, it's, it's certainly close to it by now that I think about it. Oh, um, I guess photos. I've had to. I've had the the months. let me let me yeah. see. Let me watch this. Uh, week eight. Yeah. Eighteenth of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched this, so I've had two months. <laughs> two months distance from it to take it in. So yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna rate stream it. Fuck it.
0: Alright. Well yeah, I just I don't know, it's I like I like films that are a vibe, as it were. Yeah. And this is very strongly within that, that's uh, true. that canon. It's very much about evoking a feeling rather than uh, necessarily about the story. Yeah. Uh, but the story it does have is good. Um it's a bit I don't know a bit lib in a way, but I think that's fine. Um Cool yeah I I really enjoyed myself uh, a lot more than I thought I would mm-hmm. so yeah good fair kudos uh, yeah do you want to shall I reveal now what we're going to do next week uh, if you if, you if you know uh, I do is it, the, uh, is it the Muppets film we had
1: a lot of options for this week actually we did we had
0: four options um, uh, Johnny Get Your Gun uh, the Muppets do Princess and the Frog and yeah. then one other one which was also about Australia if I remember correctly
1: we can. I yeah. mean, we can always go back and watch those if we have a. Yeah, uh,
0: a we've missed obviously quite a lot of stuff over the last month and a half. Yes, we'll exactly. Try and get back and I do know. a lot of it. I was uh, I was
1: keen to do a quadrasode this week, but Jamie okay. said no. So, well, uh, yeah,
0: I only had a, a day, uh, so it would have been <laughs> hard. Anyway, the film we are doing next week, uh, yeah. or at least one of the films we are doing next week, is the Panic in Needle Park, uh, which is the okay. film about the lives of heroin addicts, and it stars Al Pacino and uh, C- Kitty Winn. There you go. and it was rejected for rating which is cool and interesting
1: oh that is cool mm-hmm. okay that sounds interesting Um yeah. Needle Park Bobby is a heroin addict okay right that sounds good Um cool. What well, I guess we should uh, talk about what we've been up to now
0: yeah um, um, I have simultaneously been up to a lot and up to not very much so I don't really have a lot to say when did, when did we when was um, our last episode a month and a half um, yeah I've, I've mostly just been busy with uh, uni work uh, it was horrible I don't want to do it again um, are you, you are doing but it it, are it's over with now well I have to do another year but uh, oh, it shouldn't be as hard i pressed play
1: on one of our episodes and it's screaming into my ears yeah last one 28th wow. of February and then before that it was the 7th of February Yeah. Jeez, so we've got a lot of, we've missed out on a lot but
0: we're going to be back with Vengeance
1: so you've, you've been doing uni yeah. work
0: yeah, uh, me too. Uh, I I haven't Watch. been slacking. Um, so yeah, uh, not a massive amount to say. You uh, I watched uh, all of Mobile Suit Gundam. I think I'd started watching that in a previous episode. Right. Uh, I finished it uh, a while back. Uh, it's a very good show. Uh, I liked it a lot, even though it's very old. Uh, I
1: I watched a show called Superstore.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that's supposed to be really good. Yeah, it's good.
1: It's kind of like uh, right. well, it's not like The Office, but it's like kind of style. Uh, mm. Although well, actually, workplace. it's not. It's not a mockumentary, so I guess it's not that much. It's a, fun, it's a workplace comedy. Yeah, it's a workplace uh, a comedy ground the town. So it's it's that kind of thing. Um, it's it's entertaining. Yeah, it's it's yeah, a lot it's of it's very sort of American, uh, as would be expected. But yeah, it's an entertaining mm. film. It's got some good plot lines going through it. Uh, not film, TV show. Um, so I watched yeah. that. Um, mm. well, let's let me go on Steam and see what games.
0: I got oh, okay, Um. I was watching a few episodes of Parks and Rec and I couldn't sleep the other night. I always get very yeah. um it's always very weird with these workplace comedies, particularly in the u s ones where like it's very clear that the characters have no social life outside of work uh and it's just sort of a bit yeah. sad in that way um That's i and, like they keep having to find reasons to have major life events evolve around their job I't know yeah I was, I was watching the episode that- where uh, Ben and Leslie get married but they get married at the office. It's just like that's that's actually just a really sad story if you think about it. Is that
1: what happens? You get a job and then you just live there. I guess it depends what job you get. Well I guess that's definitely not what happens. You're
0: American, you only get like two weeks vacation a year. Yeah. Um, Did you know that the USA is the only country in the developed world that doesn't have compulsory paid holiday? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. interesting. wacky. Smacky.
1: Games, I'm looking I've not Mm. played many games. This is quite since February. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: I've been making a list throughout the year of the games I've played. So, I played, I like, played like fifteen
1: different games since February or something like that, which I right. guess is quite a lot, but it's definitely not. Actually, that is quite a lot. Anyway, um, right, a game called Dorf
0: Romantique
1: Oh yeah, I've heard um, loads of really good things
0: about that. Except the server yeah, access, it's, so I want to wait. But.
1: Oh no, it's fun. It's um, I've sort. Of, I played. I played a lot. I played twelve hours of it, and I'm sort of done with it for now. Um, but they are releasing uh, an update uh, at some point, so I'll sort of get back into it. It's a tile, Tile is it called like a tile game? So you, you get given tiles that you have to put together, and it's like a city builder, or a medieval city yeah. builder. But you get given uh, the like tiles, and you have to link them. In it's fun. Mm.
0: It,
1: it's a fun little game. Um, the other game I've been playing is Ape Out. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, which is really fun. It's like Hotline Miami, but you're an ape, um, and yeah. and it's got this. It's got this jazz. This jazz soundtrack
0: that like mm-hmm. reacts to what you so, do. Diagetic soundtrack.
1: Yeah, exactly. Too. So it's like very, like very slow, like drum beats. And then when you hit someone, like the cymbals start going, and it's it's really it's really good. Um, nice. Uh, it's it's yeah. like Hotline Miami, but. Did you think, think it's more procedurally? I think it's more procedurally generated, from what I can tell. Yeah.
0: the the the, the sort of main criticism of that game that I recall, um, that, like there were some people who really liked all of it, but some people were saying that past the first level it got a bit irritating. Do you oh, think that's true? Or
1: I'm on to I'm onto like the fourth disc, so. Uh, yeah.
0: So you're probably. Yeah. In a position, that they, I think it was the rocket launchers. A lot of people didn't like.
1: Oh, I don't think I've got oh, to the right. rocket
0: launchers yet. So.
1: Ah. But I'm but I'm way well well into the game, so I don't know when they come. Okay. Um, oh no! Maybe they mean there's there's like grenades that you can throw, that the that, that people throw. So maybe that's what they mean. They are quite annoying because mm. they blow up. But I just I mean it, it's hard at some points. But yeah. you just you just got to get through it. You know, you got to fight. Well, I suppose it. it's sort of
0: the Devolver digital sort of specialty as it were. It's a very violent game where you have to kill a bunch of enemies and it's quite hard. Yeah, uh, but exactly. like in a very sort of short space. Okay, so they've got
1: they. It, I think actually I think the sale finished on Devolver digital games didn't it. Mm.
0: Uh, I they go on sale very often I don't think anyone would be missing out for a long time no I don't think so
1: so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's a good one uh, and I've not really cool. played many other new ones I got Total War Rome Remastered um, mm-hmm. but I kind of regret getting it because it's very much like a, a nostalgia thing for people that played a lot of the first one and I did yeah. play a fair amount of the first one but like when I was really young and I didn't really play it properly so I kinda feel like I'd be better just playing one of the more recent ones with all the features in it, but I'll give it another go and see. I, I'm, I think I'm still able to refund it, so I'm kinda tempted to <laughs> do that, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of stuff I've played, um, very little, uh, I've, I've been playing Disco Elysium, um, but I haven't finished that yet, and I'll have very big thoughts when I have, because that game's fantastic. Really? Um, but, in terms of stuff I did finish, uh, I played Super Mario 64. Um, nice. I'd played it on the DS before but I wanted to play the original uh, so I bought it on Switch and then it turned out that the speed running glitch that I wanted to try isn't available in that one. Oh. Uh, you can't do the backwards long jump up the stairs and that upset oh. me. Right. Uh, and then the Super, Super Mario Sunshine which is another 3D Mario game that was for the GameCube. Uh, I thought that game was quite bad actually. I was surprised. Mm. It didn't reach the usual standards of quality one would expect. But I'd still finished it because I'm awful. Um, so yeah, those are the two that I played over the last two and a half months.
1: Cool. Well, that's good. Uh, Joe, I'm just looking to yeah. see now. The is Two is on sale. We need to we need to give that another try. Yeah. You don't sound very keen oh. for that.
0: No, I am keen to give it okay. a try. It's just I never really figured out what we were doing last time. So yeah, I kind of awesome, a while. But we'll we'll get it. Maybe we
1: should we should <laughs> do a Golden Talkies Let's Play. <laughs> of yeah. We can just reinvent ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. No. <laughs> No, unless, no, I mean, unless. unless, unless, keep your keep your eyes peeled, guys. You never know. Yeah, you never know. What's Patreon rewards has finally been figured out. Oh, that would be that would be good. We just do Let's Plays as Patreon. Ones. Um, what else have I? I've not really. Phew. I watched Now You See Me and Now You See Me Two last night. Which Which ones did you like more? Um, maybe two. I don't know. They were pretty mediocre. Um, uh, okay. i'd rate them I sort of rate, i'd probably rate them both a stream um mm. normally i really like films with twists but the twists were just a bit flat um
0: both well, heist films right i suppose they're all
1: yeah but no norm- i mean normally i really like a heist film with a twist because it, it mm. kind of but they i don't know they weren't bad yeah. but they they were just kind of alright um, and the twists were whatever I won't spoil them here because yeah. I can't even remember them even though I watched it last night. Um, don't know. but yeah, I watched them last night. Um Cool. I guess I could talk about every film I've seen
0: in the last few months, but uh, I'm I'm gonna give you a plea on behalf of our listeners and say don't do that Yeah, no I'm not going to. Uh,
1: let, let yeah. me let me think for a second if there was anything that
0: really really stood out. I don't think so. Um, I I don't think I've watched any films for a while. Oh, I watched my dinner with Andrea like two months ago. That oh, right. was really good.
1: Nice. <laughs> uh, I watched some of the Oscar ones. Oh, um, oh yeah. The Sound of Metal is quite good.
0: What mm. what well, well, out of what was available that you saw? What would have been your Oscar pick? Let me look up uh, Oscar best picture this.
1: Um. Out of the ones I've seen, I actually have only seen two of them.
0: Okay, well um, the two you. Oh
1: seen. no no, I've seen three now, because I watched one oh, since nice. the Oscars as well. So I've seen Minari, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, mm. Out of those ones for Best Picture, probably Sound of Metal maybe. Um, Fair I really like Trial of the Chicago Seven as well. And the Minari thing. was quite good, but it definitely wasn't great. Yeah. Um, and I, I the one I really want to see is The Father. Because um, that's yeah. not even out yet, probably. But I really want to see that one. Um,
0: that look quite depressing.
1: Yeah, it looks really depressing. But uh, I'm sure. I mean, it just looks phenomenal with the the cast that it's got and stuff. So very fair yes. very far. Um, yeah, that's so. Yeah, that's that's me. Cool. Sounds like a productive time. Sounds like a productive time. We sh- should we should we get this up to an hour? <laughs>
0: Do you reckon you can do two uh, and a half minutes? just just to bullshit for a while. Um okay. We can do some mm. scat Skoody bap bat. It's actually a lot higher than you think it would be, isn't it? Is it? No, nah, I'm
1: good at um, it. Um boo. No, I'm not. I know what you mean it is it is, isn't it?
0: Scab jabba jab jabba do jabba jabba That's quite good. Bap.
1: Right, this Thank is you. Um, descended into...
0: Virginia. Well, believe, you know what? There's, you there's, only one th- there's only one possible thing. I, I've been banned from talking about it on the podcast before. But because we're in our time of need, here's time for my anime recommendations. Too. Oh, God. Okay, let's go. Uh, <laughs> so this season is absolutely stacked. Uh, this is obviously spring 2021 season. My personal recommendation would be Odd Taxi, which is a fantastic show about a taxi driver. That's a sort of love letter to 70s and 80s culture. But in a way that I thought was quite unusual because I think shows like that usually are very dismissive of the youth and very um, glorifying of sort of the boomer way of doing things but uh, it's despite having a sort of reverence for that culture I think the show is very empathetic and is very willing to grant interiority to uh, its younger characters and acknowledge that the world is changing and maybe it's not always good but that the people's experiences are still valid
1: so um, I know what I did I've just remembered so I, I don't know if I mentioned it I was reading American Psycho and oh yeah but I, would I yeah probably, I was probably reading it uh, when we lasted it so I finished reading it and did I watched the film again and I have to say yeah? the book is a lot better um, oh wow what? A, which is a pretty hot take but it's it just, is, that is a
0: scorching hot take That's it's spicy. got
1: it's, I mean the film's quite short um, mm-hmm. always I mean whenever you read a book and then watch the film the film's always going to be considerably shorter just because of the nature yeah. of different scenes and stuff. But yeah, the, the, the book just has so much more detail. Um but the Why film not? is a very fateful adaptation. If you've read the book then watching mm-hmm. the film you kinda you, you know you know, you kinda see what's coming and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's my that's my that's my hot take.
0: What's your hot take on It's Except to be square?
1: Well, um I really think that they uh, came to their own both artistically and commercially uh, when they released this their second album uh, of mm. course the landmark track is hip to be square, uh, a song that's so catchy that most people probably don't listen to the lyrics but they should, because aside from being a uh, commentary on something, something, something it's also a commentary on the band something, something, something um, and uh,
0: we've hit an hour so uh, I think that's wow. uh, pretty good I definitely elongated it an- long- longer people wouldn't have realised that you would forgotten the rest them all look how sad
1: I know I, I, I did find myself like quoting when I was watching the film I was like because I'd read the book I was like quoting because a lot of the things are the same so like he would say something and I'd be like oh yeah. I remember that and then I'd say it with him cool. he's, my, he's my idol
0: <laughs> of course I, I mean you're going to model your life after him right then, Yeah. Exactly. Now that you've been shown how to him, succeed
1: him and uh, what's the main guy in Taxi Driver called
0: <laughs> uh, Travis Bickle yeah
1: him and Travis Bickle and,
0: and of course the Joker and Rick Sanchez and the
1: Joker uh, yeah
0: and um, Heisenberg
1: to be fair, I do I do find American Psycho very sad because he just wants to he just wants to fit in. Um, yeah. And I think really Jamie, everyone else the psychopaths, <laughs> and that's my hot take. That is that's, that's a center of the sun
0: scalding um, hot take.
1: Here here's a here's a take right that I have to confess is not my take but I read online which I think is very interesting. Um. So in the book. The only people that uh, Patrick talks about music to in the book is the, the reader, right? Yeah. So that implies that he has a genuine interest in music, and it's like the one thing that you can connect people with. Um, and oh. then when the the, what's his name? the investigator asked him about music, he, he's unable to answer it, which just shows like how hard it is to make a human connection. But in the film, he talks about music oh. to people that he's about to kill. So yes. there's still like an element of he only talks about it when he knows that they're not they're gonna die. But I just think it's uh, I think it's done better in the book because you really obviously it'd be very hard to like have a an internal monologue in the film talking about music. But I think that's interesting mm. because that's obviously the thing that he could connect people with, but then he yeah. he's unable to But yeah, to I that. think
0: it's also I don't know if his takes are the same in the book, but it's obviously quite interesting that Patrick Bateman's music takes are all incredibly like unusually mainstream, if you know what I mean. Well that's true uh, that
1: that that's a, that's the kind of counter to the theory is that um mm. you know the music takes that he gives are probably not his own. they sound more like something that he reads in a magazine, which kind of undoes the idea that maybe they are his takes and that's something that he's actually interested in
0: um i i this might be uh, weird, but my own interpret- but my own impression was that like they were his, genuinely his opinions, but his opinions were just that bland
1: that they were yeah. that oh. mainstream maybe yeah that's that's an interesting mm. one. Anyway, much like when we did our episode in catch twenty two i would highly recommend reading american psycho it's got some definitely. there's some hard to read bits in it as well some oh. of the the murders and rapes are incredibly <laughs> gruesome and very described in very a lot of detail um, yeah it's always fun but i would i would definitely recommend that book so there we go there there's there's a there's a filler a bit of filler for the end of the potty
0: yeah very good well, now that we've made it to the hour mark, shall we sign off?
1: Yeah. You ready cool. for the theme tune to take us out?
0: Yeah. Should we... Should we... Oh.
1: Oh.